Welcome to Scaredy Cast. Hey. Hi. 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 Hi, everybody. Brandon, you drove all this way for all of us. I do it. I do it for you. <laughs> <laughs> and I get in trouble every freaking Tuesday. Uh, why are you getting in trouble? <laughs> Where are you going? Where do you think we're going? Going to podcast. It's Same. Tuesday. Tuesday. <laughs> you didn't tell me. It's Tuesday. We've been doing this for a fucking year. Yeah. <laughs> it's Tuesday. It's Tuesday. So. I don't know. Someday it'll all be worth it. Someday it will be. Someday we'll have lots of money. Be awesome. And all from podcasting. Reach our goal. We'll be rich and still be asking where you're going on a Tuesday. Right. <laughs> where are you going? I'm taking the helicopter and going down to Tony's. It's Tuesday. It's Tuesday. Tuesday is uh, a wonderful day. Traffic is like non-existent for me on the way until I get to Shea Boulevard. And then it just, it's not bad. It's not as bad as freaking coming up from Tucson was. Yeah. Coming up from Tucson sucked. On I would imagine I, the drive is more scenic as well. It is. It's a lot nicer. So you get things to look at. And I got my music on Bluetooth, so it just pumps right into the music stereo. Going? Why don't you listen to any podcasts? Because service like craps out halfway through. Download them. I do need to download. You download podcasts, then you get a podcast state of mind. Yeah. 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 I can listen to. I don't know. I don't know. I can give you some podcasts to listen to. We should. I'll give you some. Could download some. I got a lot. I love. I know. Podcasts. I should probably start. I should probably put Scaredy Cast on there so I can probably. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe listen to our episodes. Give us one more download hit every right. month. That'd be cool. That would be awesome. Um, want to jump into the news? I don't know. How are you doing? I'm okay. You okay? I'm tired. Take I got my my things, but your things. I'll discuss them at a later date. Okay. Thinking about starting my second podcast, which is going to be. It's going to be called Tony's Kind of Weird. <laughs> and, Is it uh, going to be from the toilet? No. Okay. <laughs> what was that one called? Was I like, forget what it was called. Tale, I think it was like Tales from, Tales the, from the Crapper. Or Tales something. from the Crapper. All I did was just like sat there and I read the news that was happening that day. And then ended the show. And with I literally the flush. did it from the toilet. Yeah. yeah. And I ended the show with a flush. I always forget about that one. Tony is weird. Yeah. All right, this is... We could do Brandon as... Uh, are you still having that buzzing? I am. I don't know if it's coming through on the recording or not. It's not cool, though. And I need to touch... It happens when I touch my laptop. <laughs> and I need to touch my laptop to get to all the new stuff I got. Touch it, Tony. Touch God, it. It's so weird. There's just too much electronics flying around here right now. I if I move some wires around. I don't know. Uh, and that, I mean, and it could just be these crappy headphones I got. Who knows? Who knows? Um, all right, ready? Uh, yeah. Jump right in. Let's jump right into it. You can't see things. I know I can't see things. Um, I'm just going to listen to your you got story. you Twitch on your phone? I guess I can... Get Twitch on my phone. You get Twitch on your phone. I'm gonna have to like go back and forth a little bit. 
Oh. Uh, you don't really need to see Here, pictures, I'll get I guess. It's okay. Don't worry about your pictures. Might as well get Twitch on my phone. Don't worry about it. Okay. I got a man. It's just a picture of a spooky looking man. Creepy man. Uh, homeless man. He's in custody. This happened here in Arizona. What'd he do? Well, he, uh, police say that he stashed a missing South Dakota man's head in a bucket for six months at his remote campsite west of Phoenix. West. You're east, so you're good. You gotta worry about the it. The west would be... West would be... Sun City, Peoria. Yeah. Uh, a searcher on January 13th called the Maricopa County Sheriff's Office from a campground near Harquahala. Har- Harquahala. <laughs> anyway, out there in west of Phoenix, mm-hmm. caller had been looking for signs of his missing friend, a 73-year-old uh, from South Dakota. His name was uh, Lucas. This is, I, I read through this article, and it's weird. So a searcher called the cops. And the caller had been looking for his friend from South Dakota named Lucas. Uh, Lucas was known to camp in his truck, but his whereabouts had been unknown since early 2017. So he's been missing for almost a year. Um, he was entered into a missing persons database in September, but oh well, that did nothing. Uh, the searcher said he found his friend's truck, but Lucas was nowhere to be seen. And then he also encountered 51-year-old Matthew David Hall. Of course. Three, <laughs> three names. Like they always use their first, middle, and last name. Mm-hmm. Uh, who reported finding the missing man dead of an apparent self-inflicted gunshot uh, several months earlier. So Matthew found Lucas. Okay, here we go. That makes more sense. Matthew found Lucas. Uh, when deputies arrived, they opened the camper door and discovered an odor of a dead body. Uh, the floor of the vehicle was covered in a liquid, which deputies associated with the decomposition of human remains. And the guy was living in this freaking. He camp. was living in this truck. Ugh. Uh, uh, Matthew David Hall told them he found the remains in the desert more than six months ago. After his knock on the trailer door went unanswered, that's when he said he broke a window and found Lucas dead on the floor holding a handgun. Uh, The medical examiner has since ruled his cause of death to be a suicide. Okay. Uh, Matthew said he pried the handgun from Lucas's hands and grabbed a rifle from the truck. He then moved the man's remains outside the truck where they just decomposed in the heat. Uh, during the summer. A couple of days later, he placed a portion of the man's head in a container in order for it to be preserved, he said. He wanted to preserve his head. Uh, so that someday he could be brought back? I don't know. Uh, he could not explain why he didn't tell the authorities about the discovery of the guy's dead body. On uh, January 13th, just a couple weeks ago, they located the man's head at his campsite and arrested Matthew on suspicion of first-degree burglary and abandoning and stealing body parts. That's a felony. Wow. Don't hide a man's head. 
That's a felony. You will get in big trouble. Um, and aside from a DOI, this head man, Matthew, doesn't have a criminal history. So that's what's happening on the desert here in Phoenix. Yeah, just found, you, a, just just, found a random dead body. Uh, hey, here's a body. I'll Take just its head. Gonna move it on out here, and whoa, wait a minute. Don't want to leave it in the sun. <laughs> I gotta take this head and put it into a bucket. Okay. Some weird shit. Yeah. Don't go in the desert out here in Phoenix. Because, um, yeah. Oh, thank you for about the. Somebody here likes our frames that I put together. <laughs> um, our haunted mansion. The frames, frames of, the, of yeah. our pictures. Yeah. There's like, like right here we got our frames up here and then over here we have the man's face and then it says here and then under here there's a blank space but if somebody follows us or if they give us a donation a little animated woody woo 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 it'll start playing it's very interactive cool we're very high tech now who's on right now uh james 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 is watching us awesome yeah hi james how's it going how's it going james james uh, we have come a long way since just having a little camera on your face. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> we have gone uh, leaps and bounds. We have. We've grown up. James is splendid, he says. He's splendid? Yes. What do you got over there? I have a creepy freaking... I'll get rid of the bucket, man. Creepy story. About an Arizona woman. What is... Okay. I'm just keeping it Arizona right now. All right. Arizona woman killed husband, then ran errands, prayed at church, police say. Okay. An Arizona woman was arrested Tuesday after she fatally shot her husband in the head and then spent two days running errands around the state, including praying at a church, according to officials. The Yavapai County Sheriff's Office said in a news release that Catherine Herbert, 57, walked into the Sheriff's Office on Tuesday and confessed that she shot and killed her husband, 58-year-old James Herbert, in their home in Peoples Valley, about 95 miles northwest of Phoenix, after an argument on Saturday. Herbert told deputies her husband began arguing with her after she came home from work and that her husband was being aggressive toward her. So the 57-year-old said she grabbed a loaded shotgun, pointed at her husband while telling him to stop. Herbert then claimed her husband raised a handgun to handgun, so she fired a shotgun to and killed him. Herbert said then she panicked and decided to drive to the town of Snowflake, nearly 240 miles away where she stopped at a church and prayed. Hmm. Weird. Snowflake? Snowflake. That's where that dude was abducted. Oh, okay. We'll talk later. Oh, okay. We will talk later. Uh, oh, my God. What we happened? Have, we have ideas of, of stuff brewing. Okay. Okay. So the sheriff's office said Herbert then spent the following day cleaning the home and on Monday went out to the run errands before telling the couple's daughter about the fatal shooting. So, she shot him on Saturday, and then just took a drive, and then finally told the daughter yeah. on Monday that she shot Dad. It's just, what the hell? I don't know. 
Charged with uh, first degree <clears throat> murder and is currently at a local jail. Some crazy ass freaking stories. So what are you going to talk? What are we going to talk about here? Oh, well, I live freaking really close to that area now. To Snowflake? Yeah, it's like right up. It's within driving distance, like easy driving distance. Huh. I thought it was like in, like towards Flagstaff. I live. I, I'm in Payson now. Yeah. So Snowflake is. Like in the middle? Yeah, kind of in the middle. Okay. So everybody up there knows of the story of the the guy that was abducted over by the observatory. Yeah. So it's also in uh, Mogollon Rim area as well, which is where Mogollon Monster is supposed to be. Mogollon Monster. So I'm going to try to get in touch with the guy that did the documentary up there. About the abduction? About the Mogollon monster. Okay. And then we're going to try to do, we're going to set up a camping trip. Okay, that'd be awesome. I know you'll probably won't go. Nope. 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 So we'll hit two birds, one stone. <laughs> but yeah, totally. Um, this weekend, I'm going to check out a, hopefully this weekend, or one of the nights this week, there is a there's an abandoned cabin that my my friend knows about. Yeah. That no one really knows about and he's actually gone out there and gotten some pretty weird EVP and um other like weird creepy stuff going on. So I'm gonna go out there and record what's just go out there and chill and record and see what we can get. Um Okay. So it'd be fun. Have fun. It will be. Whatever you need from me, you let me know. I okay. will make sure you are fully equipped. <laughs> uh, I will stay home. All right. Because I am a scared little man. And you don't like to camp. I don't like camping. Hmm. I used to when I was a kid. But I think it's just because now it's like my bed is so comfortable that oh, yeah. I don't want to sleep anywhere else. Like even just a hotel room is like, ugh. Yeah. My bed is super comfortable. <laughs> it's, it's nice. so I'm going to find out where that guy did the documentary at. Okay. And we want to, we're going to try to camp around that area. All right. Both areas, I guess. I got a uh, camera you can take. Yeah. Just need some tapes. We'll get tapes. The little, t- the little tapes. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. We'll get you what so you we need. have some, we have some things going on. Things brewing. We got things. Things. We're not just doing nothing here. We got things happening. Um, awesome things. Wonderful things. I got a alien story that's pretty long and weird as hell. And I just have a simple little... Uh... Monster Hunter. Whoa, hey. Quiet, you. Holy crap. Jesus. Dude needs to chill. Chill, bro. Um, Is that Dan? No, it was not Dan. Oh. It was a different person. Well, that was just me. <laughs> don't let me forget, I got a day from Down Under. Tony, don't forget. I got a day from Down Under. Dan from Down Under. Uh, we'll skip over here to this dude. Uh, Yeti? Yeti? Loch Ness Monster? What? Bigfoot? Awesome. Mothman? Superb. Jersey Devil? <laughs> right there. If you can prove... That one of these things is real. 
you are going to get paid. This monster hunter is going to give you 50 pounds. What? I don't know how much that comes out to. 50,000 pounds. Sorry. 50,000 pounds. 50,000 pounds. Um, is it a person or is it a company? It's a person. He's a monster hunter. Uh-huh. Um, hopeful monster hunters all across the globe. This is, this is a call to everybody out there. If you want 50,000 pounds, you have until June 30th of this year. That's when my lease is up. Spooky. Dun, dun, dun. I just signed a lease extension today to stay here longer. And it ends on the same day. Oh, my God. Coincidence. Uh, you have to bring in genuine evidence of the world's most talked about beasts. Okay, never mind. It's not a guy. It's a company. I thought it was a guy. There's a picture of a man right here. It's Capcom. Yeah, it is Capcom. It's $70,000. Okay. I thought it was a man because there's like a picture of a man and there's a little video of a man and the dude. <laughs> this is Capcom. It's Capcom. I okay. saw that story. Well, I didn't even, read it, but I saw. I saw. I'm like, what the Capcom's giving away money if you can figure and if you can find evidence. Okay, of. Okay, here's who this man is. Capcom partnered with John Downs, director of the world's leading research center and authority on cryptozoology. So that's who this guy is. That's who he is. I wonder why Capcom's getting involved with cryptozoology. It is to celebrate the release of Monster Hunter World. Oh, oh, that's awesome. So there you go. Uh, the renowned cryptozoologist. Hello. Uh, crypto, bleh, bleh. The renowned cryptozoologist will be at the forefront of the competition, analyzing every piece of evidence that emerges in the coming months. Mr. Down said, there are stories of monsters from around the world. While some may be flights of fancy, not every one of these monsters can be made up. Hmm. Um, so there you go. This guy has found some uh, strange species, it appears, but nothing like a Bigfoot or... Anything crazy like that means I have to do my camping trip before June thirtieth. Okay, um, the really ugh. the game Monster Hunter pits players against otherworldly and fearsome beasts in a fantasy setting, but there are those who believe we share a home with these creatures. Mister Downs outlined his ten picks for the competition, hoping to once and all get some evidence on their existence. So this is it. You need to find. Proof for Bigfoot, mermaids, something called the Earth Hound. What is the Earth Hound? Look up the Earth Hound. Earth Hound? Earth Hound. Hmm. Um, the Loch Ness Monster, the Yeti, the Mongolian Death Worm. We talked about the Mongolian Death Worm once, remember? That was a long time ago. Uh, Chupacabra, the Cornish Owlman, the Flying Snake of Nambia, and Dan from Down Under, are you listening? The Yowie. Dun, dun, dun. If you can find evidence of any of those, 
Apparently you get 70 grand from Capcom. I have to go to Scotland to find the Earth Hound. What is it? It's a... What does it say? I don't know. I will bring it up. You have uh, until today. It starts today and it lasts until June 30th. So get to hunting, people. It is a rodent-like burrower that supposedly inhabits graveyards, burying into graves to feed on corpses. Uh-huh. It resembles a big rat with large incisors, an upturned snout, and a long dog-like head. Digging paws like a mole and a short, bushy tail. I think your wife is in the chat, and she's just flipping out about mermaids. <laughs> she, just keeps, she just keeps saying mermaids over and over again. Did Tony just say mermaids? Ha ha ha, mermaids, Tony. Mermaid, Brandon. Mermaid. <laughs> you know my wife has a tail, right? Mermaid. Mermaid. Your wife is a mermaid. Yeah. You're like Splash. You have to keep her in the bathtub. Yeah. <laughs> she actually was asked to <clears throat> swim with the mermaids of that mockumentary. Remember the mockumentary like years ago about mermaids? No. But I need to see this. Yeah, it's it's a documentary that they've they found mermaids, but afterwards it found out that it was just a pre-written freaking mockumentary. Okay. So. So the Earthhound I'd have to go to Scotland for. Yeah. Which that would be a fun trip. Go. We'll find, get there someday. Find my my lineage. People just uh Right there on Twitch, there's a little button right below. They become a patron at patreon.com slash scaredycast, and they could support the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I upgraded a whole bunch of things. Now they can text us. What? Well, at least me. Yeah. On the, I, We have a Discus server. A Discord. Sorry, not Discus. Discord. Dis- what? Discord. We have a Discord server now. So basically, uh, I set up a bunch of different chat rooms. Like there's a, bit, a cryptid and a ghost and the aliens they can go in there and you talk about whatever you know go in the alien chat room talk about the aliens and we'll be, we'll be in there you know things cool. like that and uh moving on up yeah look at us to second story please give us some money in Tony's guest house look room. at us give us some money <laughs> money 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 yeah well we gotta put together some more shit too <laughs> We're getting there. We are getting there. I mean, look at our thing. Look at our channel now. I We're know, in it's, frames. It's crazy. We're in haunted Mansion frames. Are we like the floating heads? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> like we're supposed to be portraits, but we're alive. <laughs> uh, what else you got? You got anything? I have a big one. I got like a big main event kind of story here. About UFOs? Uh, kind of, yeah. Oh. UFOs are definitely involved here. I have something about UFOs. <clears throat> oh, my mom just commented on something. What? I don't know. Your mom's in the chat too? Oh, uh, no, she's commenting. I posted a video. Oh. I, uh, I, uh, my son is nine. Mm-hmm. And I know he's smart. He is. He he's is really smart. Fucking sharp. 
Like he his he's quick as hell. To the point that I'm like, whoa, he's better than me. Like example, <laughs> the other day he's just chilling on the couch. I'm hanging out on the couch, and I had to go to the grocery store to get some stuff. He was in, he wanted to stay here. Cool. So I said, I'm gonna run to the store. And I swear to God, I said, I'm going to run to the store. And he responded immediately. Less than a second, his brain took that information, came up with a response, and fired it back at me. I said, I'm going to run in the store. And he said, then why'd you buy a car? <laughs> and I was like, God dang, man. <laughs> I'm like, that's brilliant. Calvin's going to get his own channel. One <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm like, how did you like process that, come up with a little... Wit response and fire back at my face that fast, man. Why'd you buy a car? Why'd you buy a car? <laughs> and like it even took me a minute where I was like, wait, what are you talking? Oh, I said I'm running to the store. And he you took asked you literally. Why did I buy a car? <laughs> Got it. Wow. God dang. So, anyways, but the student has become the man, <laughs> right? <laughs> so, like in my mind, I was as a parent, I needed to ask him something today. And I know he knows better, but I was like, I just got to be sure. So I just made a little, I mean, I recorded it on video too. Cause I'm, like, I'm going to make sure I get this on video just in case he's like bang with something else. And I was like, I want to ask you a question and I know the answer, but I need to ask you anyways, what do you do if you're at like a friend's house or you're at school and your friends come up to you or something and they want you to eat a Tide Pod? And he looked at me, like, you can watch the video. He looks at me like I'm the idiot. Like, what the fuck? What am I going to do if I eat Tide Pod? Gross. No, I'm not going to eat a Tide Pod. <laughs> I'm like, well, why not? And he's like, because it's poison and I'll die. And, it's like, and he's like, people. And, I'm, and he's like, why would, you, why would you ask me this? I'm like, because people are actually doing this. Like, there's... People older than you, grown-ups even, that are eating Tide Pods. He's like, people that are eating Tide Pods have cardboard for brains. I was like, okay, yeah, I understand that. I just had to ask because never know. Kids these days, he might be peer pressured and eat a fucking Tide Pod. I don't know. So, yeah, that's what people were commenting on. And I asked my kid if he was smart enough to know not to eat a Tide Pod. And, yes, he is. Which says a lot about everybody else out there who's who's actually eating fucking Tide Pods, grown-ups, adults. There's a a funny video that I saw. It's it's of like a kid and and the dad comes in. He's like, what are you doing? Nothing. I'm just smoking some weed. And the kid's like, I'm just smoking some weed. He's like, the dad's, I don't smell weed. He's like, no, I just rolled it and I just smoked it. It's like, it smells fresh in here, like laundry. <laughs> what are you doing? What is that? <laughs> Pulls up the Tide bag, Tide pod bag. What the hell is this? I swear to God, I wasn't eating it. <laughs> 2018. Oh. Good Lord. We're already on a roll. We're doomed. It's not even the end of the first month. Do you want to do your UFO story? You want me to do my idea of her? Yours really long. Mine's pretty long. Yours is pretty long. Yeah, like there's some serious shit happening. Oh my god! So I don't know if you want to go with what you got. 
We can go main event kind of thing and then, you know, wind her down. We can do that. Okay. Got a lot main of photos. event. And I mean, some of these photos you might need to look at. WrestleMania. WrestleMania. The headline alone. Damn. This man, he is selling his $6.5 million ranch because he is constantly in Colorado. Here in Arizona. Oh, it's here in Arizona. Here in Arizona. Arizona's... We're on the map. Uh, He's selling a $6.5 million ranch because he is constantly and violently attacked by aliens. Where the hell is this ranch at? Uh, Hang on. I'll go with this photo here. It's called the Stardust Ranch. Hmm. Um, It says here, you may have heard of the Phoenix Lights in 1997. Um, blah, 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 blah. Where's the Stardust Ranch at again? Hang on. Let me see. Uh, anyways, he said he's selling his ranch after a slew of alien attacks. You know that his alien encounters have taken a toll because he's leaving. His name is John Edmonds. And he seemed to be capable of handling the occasional unidentified craft zipping by overhead. But when the aliens tried to kidnap his wife from her bed, he had enough. (laughs) Edmonds claims he fought off aliens with a samurai sword. (laughs) And there's a photo. That's not it. That's a rainbow. (laughs) There it is. No, what? Where's the samurai sword photo? Golly, I don't. I'm pushing wrong buttons over here, y'all. Y'all just gotta bear with me. Just give me a minute. I'll get this right. <laughs> did you not leave? There we go. Okay. I did. This thing's freaking out. There's <laughs> a picture. It's a picture of blood all over the ground and the samurai sword. Ah. Uh, just a green blood. The aliens aren't always friendly. John says he's killed 18 greys with a samurai sword during his time at the ranch. He even shared a photo of bloodstains supposedly from these violent encounters, which is what's up right now on our Twitch channel. In case you're listening, we are also live on twitch.tv slash scaredycast, so you can watch this again. You can go through and see the photos, and it'll be up all over our social media. You know, we're, Our social media is actually active right now. Okay, things are happening. What? Yeah, right now, right? Huh? Our dude D Money. What? <laughs> D Money. D Money. D Money. Right? Huh? Hell yeah, for Liamia. <laughs> <laughs> With your story. <laughs> uh, uh, anyways, he killed eighteen aliens with a samurai sword. Great. But where are the bodies? If you don't take the heads. The bodies disappear, he says. Unless you cut the head off and disconnect the antennae, so to speak, they instantly phone home. Even with a razor-sharp sword, it is nearly impossible to decapitate them with one swing. Whoa. El Jafolia Nia. Stardust Ranch is located in Buckeye, Arizona. So not too far away from Phoenix Light stuff. No. No. Um, 
It's about an hour and a half away from Phoenix. Uh, no, it's not. Is it? No, it's not an hour oh, and a half from away here, from Phoenix. You can it's get like there a half an hour away from minutes. Phoenix. Now with the freaking 303. Yeah. Easy. Uh, according to John, the property has been a hotbed of E.T. activity since he and his wife first moved in 20 years ago. Creepier still, the previous owners didn't seem to move out. They just disappeared. And all their stuff was still in the house when they moved in. He also claims that the aliens have tried to abduct his wife right in front of him. Uh, he says, there was a cone of light. It came down and she started to rise into the cone of light. I grabbed an AK-47 with a double banana clip in it. And I went outside and I opened up. That's what he says. They shot it. And then I, I guess they stopped. Because they're like, whoa. <laughs> This guy, he's got an AK-47. Uh, the aliens appear inside of his house. Photo. The aliens seem to like John's home. He claims he's seen and heard them in his sunroom, though their presence causes some damage to the house. He says, the speed generated by their movement, three critters at once, made the glass in his double pane windows actually buzz and misalign in the frames to the point the windows are now very difficult to close and lock properly without using a screwdriver. Uh, he believes the high-frequency buzz is a side effect of their partial in-phase or out-phase interdimensional travel. Other people have spotted the ETs too. During a Google Hangouts interview with Carrie Cassidy from Project Camelot, a short figure appeared behind Edmunds. John, that's what's right there in the little circle right up here. You can't see. You're over there, but I can see it, and people watching can see it. And if you're listening, you can go on our social media and click the link and see all these pictures, or you can watch our stream because it'll be archived on our Twitch channel. Please follow us on Twitch. At twitch.tv. So I'm scared, guys. <laughs> Excuse me. Little plug. Little plug there. Uh -huh. Edmonds has collected samples from the aliens. After a particularly nasty squabble, John says he was left with a large amount of tissue and fluid samples from the greys with whom he shares the ranch. Uh-huh. John wrote that his samples were obtained after he nearly split a gray in two parts with an exceptionally well-sharpened samurai sword, a Tori Hanzo steel. No? Okay. This guy has a freaking samurai sword <laughs> sharpened at the ready. Yeah. Um, portals frequently appear. He says, Stardust Ranch is spacious. John uses the land to run a horse rescue called Hopeful Hooves. But all that space seems attractive to extraterrestrials. John says he often sees portals or stargate-like openings appear on or around the ranch. Such openings 
are often large enough for triangular craft, wings, or orb-like ships to pass through. These objects leave the space around the ranch and other craft re-enter the sky around the ranch and portal by passing through it. That's what he says. That's what he said, man. Ghost Adventures have done a show there. Getting there. Sorry. <laughs> John claims to have scars from alien attacks. Uh, John frequently tangles with aliens and he has the marks to prove it. He shared a photo, which you can see right there, of one particularly nasty mark on his calf, which he says came from a battle with a malevolent E.T. Edmund said his wife said they have experienced skin punctures, triangular depressions in the skin, and severe bruising. And skin disfigurement, similar to what one would experience if exposed to radiation, followed by nausea, gas distress, chronic fatigue, and muscle weakness. Aliens, they leave behind artifacts. When a team of investigators supposedly spotted an alien on the property, it froze, then dropped a mysterious object on the ground. The small round stone features a hollowed-out center resembling the many portals John says he's seen on the ranch. What do you think about that? Arizona 12 News spoke to a previous inhabitant of the ranch, Gina Irons. According to her, strange things have happened on the property when she lived there in the early 70s. The previous owners were eager to leave, and she and her siblings spotted a green something lurking in the hallway. Even a non-believer spotted a strange figure one night, and after chasing it through the house, returned shaking and with the hairs on his arms standing straight up. Eh. The crew from Ghost Adventures, they're convinced. The team from Travel Channel's Ghost Adventures stopped by Stardust Ranch to see the creepy activity themselves. They seemed convinced of the property's paranormal activities. Several team members saw strange figures and lights, and one woman wound up with bruises on her arm. So, Brandon, five million bucks. Stardust Ranch can be all yours. It's on 10 acres of land. All the amenities, five bedrooms, four baths, two horse corrals, a pool for mermaids. Has a guest house for podcasting. If you're looking for a change of pace. Man, that's way out there. And you want to fight some aliens. Boom. John says, actually John warns. It's not something for a traditional family, but it holds a lot of secrets and what I believe are future opportunities to understand forces that are in the universe. Please be very well grounded because the energy here has a tendency to manifest with whatever is going on with you. Hmm. Hmm. I think you should get out there. Take a little trip. Take a little trip. I think you should go to uh, Stardust Ranch. Take a little trip to see. <laughs> yeah. What if you take a little trip? He's got a phone number. Take a little trip. I always call take him. a little trip to see. Place looks wonderful. 
Alright, so what do you got? What you got over there? I got story. Okay, I like stories. I got there's a rise in UFO sightings in Alaska. Mm-hmm. If you haven't seen the news in recent weeks, Alaska had a suffered a magnitude eight earthquake that quickly prompted evacuations and a tsunami warning. I did hear about that. I heard that people even in LA got a tsunami warning on their phones. Yeah, that'd be yeah. insane. Yeah. For a tsunami to freaking hit that coast. Yeah. Apparently like when the waves finally hit like Alaska, they were like a foot tall. Hmm. It's not really a tsunami. That's not a tsunami. Hmm. That's just some waves. Can't even surf that, bro. Right? Right, dude? So, thankfully, no tsunami occurred, but something else began to take place. A rise in UFO sightings. Hmm. According to conspiracy theorists, Alaska is already a major hotspot for UFO sightings due to its small population and abundance of land. After the magnitude 8 earthquake, someone was able to capture footage of what appears to be UFOs hovering over the snow in Alaska and gliding through the sky as well. So there's a video. I guess I, I'm going to try to send it over to you at some point. Oh, geez. I'm not equipped for that right now. You're not? Okay. No, I need prep time. <laughs> I'll send it to you later. Okay. The earthquake was originally recorded in the Pacific Ocean at 12.32 a.m., about 170 miles southeast of Kodiak, which is also home to one of the nation's largest Coast Guard bases. And bears. And bears, yeah. Bears. A lot of bears. Washington State, Oregon, California, and Hawaii were also under tsunami warnings. It's mm -hmm. cray-cray. Cray-cray. Based in the Netherlands, Frank... Hogerbeats believes he can predict when these earthquakes are going to happen based on the alignments of planets in our solar system. Hogerbeats told Express.co.uk the magnitude 8 earthquake in Alaska is a wake-up call that more large seismic activity is coming, especially in the first week of March. Huh. So stuff is a-brewing. Okay. So they're saying that it's just the start. All right. So pretty much it's saying the conspiracy theorists are saying that either something crashed or something landed to cause. Or something took off. Like Superman's. Like, yeah, man, something <laughs> could have been under the ocean floor. Could have been. And they finally started it up and took off. Because they're sick of our shit <laughs> probably like, aliens were gonna this be sucks <laughs> this planet sucks <laughs> let's get out of here they eat toxic shit they're eating their laundry detergent let's get the hell out of here so if we see anything uh any big stuff happening around march okay of more seismic activity just post that link on our facebook the link to the yeah the page i just, just read. throw it up there okay um, I guess we can do our Dan from Down Under. Hopefully this plays through on our Twitch channel. I don't know if it 
placed through properly or what, but we're going to get in. We're going to try. Uh, Dan from Down Under. Dan from Down Under theme music. Yes. Okay. G'day, Skeety Cast. Dan from Down Under. Now, couldn't help but notice in recent uh, in recent podcast that Tony has mentioned the fact that he's going down the weight loss path, and I want to help him out, give him some motivation. What? I found uh, during my usual half-ass internet research, I found this awesome article with some ideas that might be able to help him along the way. Dan's going to help me with lose weight. The article was about. The article is entitled. Let me get back up to the top. The article is entitled, History's Weirdest Fad Diets. Now, I'm sure there's going to be something in here that you Tony, so listen up. All right. Okay. The first fad diet that I want to, uh, that I want to mention is, uh, is from the 20th century, where an American Horace Fletcher decided that chewing and spitting the food out was the way to lose weight. Uh, it was given a name uh, called Fletcherism. And it promoted uh, chewing a mouthful of food until all the goodness was extracted uh-huh. and spitting out the fibrous material that was left. Okay. <laughs> I mean, simple. Uh, it was fairly pres- uh, uh, prescriptive in how many times you had to chew different foods. Just one shallot needed to be chewed 700 times. Now, the question is, what the hell is a shallot? And what do you have to, uh, what do you have to chew it 700 times? Um. Apparently, Fletcherism was hugely, hugely popular, and he had followers including Henry James and Franz Franz Kafka. Kafka. Hmm. Look them up. I got no idea who they are. Hmm. Um, it got to a point where people were timed at dinner parties to make sure they were chewing enough. So they were sitting around with stopwatches, making sure you wait. Hey, you're not chewing that beef enough. You've only chewed it six hundred times. You need to be chewed six hundred and fifty-five times. He's chewing. Don't get no dessert until you've chewed and spat out all your food. Um, not sure how well that will work, uh, you know, if if um, you have a wife like I do who cooks up delicious meals and you sat there chewing it, great, but then spitting it out, not so great. No. So perhaps we'll move on. The next one on the list is the tapeworm diet. Oh, tapeworm diet. Now, this one's not for the squeamish, but apparently, yet again, in the early 1900s, the tapeworm diet started to be advertised. And um, dieters would swallow beef tapeworm cysts, usually in the form of a pill. The theory was that the tapeworms would reach maturity in the intestines and absorb food. This would cause weight loss, along with slight side effects of diarrhea and vomiting. But if you're serious about weight loss, it's a small price to pay. Um, so once you lost the uh, the amount of weight that you were looking to lose, all you did then was simply pop a pill and kill that bastard off and shit him right out. Job's done. Home for dinner. Now, apparently there is a couple another risk. It says here that tapeworms can grow up to 30 feet or nine meters in length. Yeah. So um, if you're going to go down this path, be willing to have a bit of a passenger on board. And apparently there's some other side effects, uh, something about um, headaches, um, eye problems, meningitis, epilepsy, and you might lose your marbles and get dementia. But apart from that, you'll lose weight and you look really spiffy in a suit. So, you know, swings and roundabouts. 
All right, now the next one on the list is a very well-known uh, product, a product that I actually use quite often in my uh, in my line of work. Mm. Um, that's something I should probably describe one day. I'll tell you what my job is. But anyway, I'll leave you in suspenders by saying arsenic is a major product that I use. Arsenic. Um, and also arsenic can be used for, um, for, uh, for weight loss. Uh, yet again, this is from the uh, 19th century, so the 1800s, mm-hmm. um, and they were... There were these wonder remedies that had dangerous ing- ingredients, including arsenic and strychnine. So, you know, uh, it was advertised, arsenic and strychnine was advertised as speeding up the metabolism, much like amphetamines do. So while the amount of arsenic in the pills was small, it was still extremely uh, dangerous. So you want to make sure you stick to the, um, to the prescribed amounts. Apparently, uh, dieters would often take more than a recommended dose of the pills, thinking they would lose more weight, risking arsenic poisoning, which, from what I understand, is not very um, it's not very good, considering the chemicals that we use, that we make, uh, we use arsenic with. Uh, the little symbols have the old skull and crossbones, so I'm kind of thinking it's probably not the sort of stuff you want to mess around with. The next product on the list, though, vinegar. Apparently, uh, back at some stage, this dude called Lord Byron was uh, pretty um, pretty pumped up with uh, with vinegar, mm. using vinegar as uh, as a dieting tool. Um, Lord Byron, 1800s, he was a poet, popularised a diet consisting mainly of uh, vinegar, like I said. Uh, in order to clean and purge the body, he would drink vinegar daily and eat potatoes soaked in the stuff. Wait a minute. Vinegar, potatoes, potato chips... Salt and vinegar potato chips. Hey. Hello, new diet. All you need to do is eat salt and vinegar potato chips and you'll lose weight. Yeah, does he eat salt and vinegar potato chips? Go for it. I reckon I might take up that diet. Now, <laughs> I, just need to, uh, I just need to go back. I've made a bit of a mistake here. There was one very vital thing. I just need to pretend this is live. I need to go back to the... Um, I need to go back to the uh, to the first um, to the first bad diet. I'm not bullshitting on too long here. This is you know <laughs> this is intriguing stuff. <laughs> okay, so the first diet was the uh, <laughs> was the um, chewing and spitting out. Now there's apparently there's one very good point of this that I forgot to say. The diet also meant only defecating. That's pooing or shitting for those um, not so educated out there. Mm-hmm. Once every two weeks. I mean, how much time does that save? You only poo once every two weeks. And according to this guy, it was nearly odourless, described by this Fletcher dude as smelling like warm biscuits. You shit out warm biscuits. Or shit that sounds biscuits. awesome. I might be getting a tad bit excited about <laughs> shitting out warm biscuits because you're not chewing your food properly. So anyway, I just had to go back and mention that. Okay, I won't bullshit on too much longer. Um, I'm, I'm really hoping this is helping, Tony. Um, yeah, it is. I'm, I'm sure this is this is really um, you know helping you out. But okay, moving on. Okay, I got one more I want to talk about. Now this isn't on the internet. This is from a book written by the great Australian scientist Dr. Carl Kruzanicki. I'm murdering his last name, but um, anyway, he says in his uh, in his book called Fifty Shades of Grey Matter, clever title there, that back in 1965, a grossly obese Scotsman weighing 207 kilograms. I don't know what that is in um, in pounds. But that's fucking big. I mean, I'm six foot four and I weigh 113. This guy is 100 kilos more than me. So, big dude. 
Uh, he was said he, he he rocked up at the Department of Medicine at the Royal uh, Infirmary in Dundee in Scotland. He said he was sick of being fat and he wanted to lose weight. He told the hospital he was going to fast. So he wasn't going to eat anything until he lost weight. So um, whether they helped him or not, so they might as well monitor him along the way. So they did. These people monitored this guy for as long as he you know, didn't eat. He didn't eat a fucking thing. Nothing. He ate nothing for a year and 17 days and lost... Uh, he, he only lived on his copious amounts of body fat, losing 127 kilos of weight. 127 kilos were just simply rocking up one day and saying, well, oh, that's it. I'm not eating anymore. Um, this is bloody fantastic. Um, I've got to try and find out here exactly how long he lasted. And um, it says here that his weight dropped from 206.8 kilos to 81.6 kilograms. After five years, he had only regained seven more kilos, so he only put on seven kilos after his fat diet. Doesn't explain here how long he lived after that. I have no idea. It's, uh, it's probably the most... Um, it's probably very conveniently left out how, how long he lived after that. So that's it. That's what I've got for you today, Tony, um, and the rest of the Skettycast. I'm sure there's some morsels of information in there that you could use. Best of luck on your, um, on your weight loss uh, challenge. I hope it all goes well. Like I said, I've been down that path before in my life. It's always uh, an up and down uh, yo-yo sort of thing. And, um, yeah, hope it all works out well. Okay, guys, once again, it's always an honour. I hope you've enjoyed this one. It's a bit different. I've just bullshitted on again. And um, till next week, cheers. Thanks, Dan. Dan is amazing. I realized also that we need, like, now that I have a little, you know, thing happening here where we get the thing with Twitch and we got the frame, I need a logo for Dan. I need a little thing that says, like, Dan from Down Under with, like, spooky Australia stuff up there. Anyways, uh, Brandon left his headphones at home, so he didn't get to hear what Dan had to say. But Dan, he wanted to help me with my diet. So what he did was, hold on, let me just unbox some things. Just, let me do some stuff over here. Hold on, just let me do some. Okay. I think maybe if I just... Okay. Yeah, just throw it down on the ground. <laughs> throw that on the ground. Mm, uh, Dan was trying to help me with my diet by offering strange diet tips, mm -hmm. such as uh, just chewing my food and then spitting my food out. And he says that if I if I chew my food and I spit it out, what results happened were that people actually did this was that they only had to poop once every two weeks. And when they did poop, it smelled like fresh biscuits. <laughs> yeah. You just chew it, and whatever nutrients you get from the chewing uh -huh. is all you get. Yeah. And then your poop right. smelt like fresh exactly. biscuits. Uh, he also said I could put a tapeworm in me. Well, we talked about that last yeah. week. Yeah. Uh, these are all, they were not great. They were not good. Uh, tapeworm, really? Yeah. Dan, I appreciate you trying to support me and help me on my diet. Those were awful tips. Salt and vinegar chips. Uh, apparently some dude, he just ate uh, potatoes soaked in vinegar. And that's where it was like, oh, wait a minute. That's salt and vinegar chips. Yeah. I couldn't do that. I could I could eat like one small snack size bag of those. And then my tongue just goes numb. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> They're really good, though. They are good. Uh, you got anything else? I have a... Uh-oh. What the F are you doing? Oh, I think we used the word 
fuck excessively last week. <laughs> did we? I think we did. Oh, okay. Hmm. Right. I don't know. People know that we do cuss on this show. We do. Um, adding a segment that is pretty much being upfront and mm-hmm. personal with the word. So I don't know because Dan doesn't. Dan has to tell his kids to. Oh, that's right. God damn. You're I most, always forget about Dan's kids. I know. I forget about it too. Oh, God. Sorry, Dan's kids. Sorry. I gave up with my own kids. Like, I, for a long time, it. I censored it. And then I just, like, you know what? I give up. They're going to hear it. They're going to hear it. And I'm just going to be like, they know not to say it. I told <laughs> I told my kid, Calvin, I was like, uh, I was playing the game or something and I cussed. And I'm like, you got like three more years before you can start cussing. And he's like, I'll be 12. I'm like, yeah, when you're 12, you can cuss. Just around me. I'm not going to care. He's like, I'm going to wait till I'm 18. <laughs> I'm like, no, you're not. <laughs> like, I understand you're trying to be a real good kid right mm-hmm. now, but yeah. like, you're not going to make you're it. Gonna you're going to cuss. You've already cussed. I've seen it. Okay. My three-year-old. Yeah. The other day. Was telling me to turn off fucking fans because in the one in the one vehicle we have we have uh the air the air can be turned on up front for the back yeah and it was cold so i turned it on turned it up and she i all i hear is this turn off the fucking fans (laughs) (laughs) and my wife and i we're just cracking up and my wife is like don't do not say that. <laughs> she said it like two more times. I'm like, stop. <laughs> so my three-year-old's cussing already. Uh, the Vantucky Fried Podcast just gave us a shout out on Twitter. What? They said shout out to the Scaredy Cast down in Arizona. If you're ever out in Mesa, check out my old house. It's right at Val Vista in De- Decatur. Uh-huh. If you get to Maine, you went too far. Man, I miss that place. Was it haunted? Uh, I don't know. Why would That's, we check out a house, a I random house in Mesa? That's all they told us, man. That's all the information I got. Where's that podcast out of? Uh, Vancouver. Vancouver? Yeah, Vancouver, Washington. Nice. Heck yeah, man. Uh, the Twitch stream does not want to work for Dan either. Sorry, Dan. We'll figure it out for you. Son of a bitch. Um, all right. So what was your, was that your thing? No. Okay. I was like, what the fuck are you doing, kid? Why are you cussing at me about fans? <laughs> what is it? On this week's segment of what the fuck are you doing? Uh-huh. Phoenix man. It's, what is, are we I the just new found Florida? these stories. I found these freaking stories, man. We're the new Florida. Uh, we are the new Florida. Phoenix man arrested for theft after applying for a job with the police agency. (laughs) Police department. What did he steal? Well, here's something you don't see every day. Uh A suspect accused of bank theft was arrested after he applied for a job with the police police agency that handled the criminal investigation. So he robbed a bank. According to a press release, 32-year-old, 32-year-old Alberto Saavedra Lopez was suspected of stealing five thousand dollars from his former employer, Bank of America, 
in Cottonwood, Arizona, uh-huh. between July and September in 2016. Okay. There's a freaking mugshot of this dude. It's freaking. Bank officials filed a theft report in October of that year after Lopez quit his job and moved to Phoenix. He also refused to cooperate with police by missing appointments and didn't not answer his phone's phone calls and the investigation was then turned over to the Yavapai County attorney's office for charges and a warrant to be issued. However, the department said the warrant was never issued Hmm. in December, 2017 Lopez applied for a dispatch dispatch position with the Cottonwood police department. Officers determined that there was a probable cause for arrest. So they contacted him, set up a job interview for the position Lopez showed up for that showed up for the department for the interview on January 4th and was this, what the and he was arrested <laughs> son of a bitch freaking I mean I guess you could I mean it's, it's kind of smart I mean, you know, you committed a crime, Mr. Lopez, and you're kind of paranoid, right? So you're the- like all right, well like I need to know if they're going to come after me. So if I get a job as a dispatcher, I'll be the first to know if they're going to come after me. Or maybe try to babyface turn. He committed the crime and he felt bad and he wanted to do something about it to stop those people hmm. like him. No, I think he was okay. just a dumbass. Just dumb? Okay, yeah, probably. What the fuck are you doing? What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> you stole and then you applied to work at the fucking police station? Yeah, why not? Yeah, why not? Yeah, why not? Grumble, grumble, grumble. That really grinds my gears. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> There's more of stuff that I want to talk about of what the fuck are you doing? Oh, man, we could have a whole new podcast dedicated to nothing but that kind of stuff. But I don't want us to, like, lose our press passes and shit like that. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) What are you you referring to here? I'm talking about a fiasco a couple weekends ago that I keep seeing more and more posts of people trying to get refunds. And such. Um, I'm here for this fiasco. Let's do it. I don't know. Let's hear it. What is Vent it? Go- Let it I out. I don't know what the hell is going on with the world <laughs> of controversy. James. James. What's Contro- up with James? Controversy creates cash. Right? So let's do this. Well, here we go. Brandon. All right, everybody. Hold on. Hang on. Let me. I got a new computer chair here. Right, is is it nice? Butt- the bottom, it would be nicer if I was skinny. Oh. The, uh, the bottom, they have sides that come up. Uh-huh. And they kind of dig into Does my... Does it kind of constrict your ass? They kind of dig into my thighs on the sides a little bit, so it's not comfy. So let me adjust. Let me get a drink here. I want to hear all of this. Still recording. We're still live. We're still live. We're all here for it. Okay. Go. What's up? What's going on? Comic conventions. Comic conventions. What I'm the a- fuck are you doing? I don't know. What are they doing? I'm a fan of some of these. I am a fan of conventions. Uh I'm a huge fan of conventions when I get the chance to go. It's not fun anymore. 
It's not? These long-ass fucking lines or freaking these guests that... It just it really pisses me off how the comic conventions went from being this fun, go-lucky place, and then it's just it's now just a money pit for everybody. They started making money. Yep. That's the problem. So, like, what? That's like it? Ace Comic Con. Okay. It's, it's, big I'm ass waiting for you to throw some... Freaking Comic Con that was January. So, this is your Ace Comic Con review. Well, I didn't go. I'm just... <laughs> I wasn't there. Okay. What's your problem? I just keep seeing posts from friends that. I yeah, I've read that a lot. Either of people went not happy. or didn't go, and they're still trying to get their refunds. Well, I want to hear about the people who did go. So what did they say? What did it was they say? A, it was a clusterfuck. What happened? Like, Phoenix. Well, it's not Comic Con. It's not called Phoenix Con- mm. Comic. Con Phoenix it's Comic f- Fest. Phoenix Comic Fest. Right. Because of San Diego Comic Con won their fucking lawsuit against everybody. Uh-huh. And now they're the only ones allowed to be called f- San Diego Comic Con. They're the only ones that can use Comic Con now. Yep. Okay. Fair enough. That's another fucking Jesus. It is, but. Bureaucracy freaking. No. It's all politics. I think a lot of it is. Yeah. So Ace. So, uh, I just heard it was a clusterfuck. I just heard it was a huge clusterfuck. Okay, but I feel like there's something happened here. It just didn't happen. It just... (sighs) Brandon. It's just the whole... Let's go. Comic convention (laughs) just bullshit that is just what's happening throughout... Like, the last year, the whole freaking Phoenix Comic Con fiasco Uh of when they converted from being like volunteers yeah to paying their people and then they you had to pay money to even be eligible to work uh-huh. for Phoenix Com- Comic Con yeah through the bra the blue ribbon army mm-hmm. and that just started a huge freaking thing yeah I remember that uh, it's just, it really pisses me off where I used to enjoy going to conventions because it was, you didn't waste all your money just trying to get into it. Yeah. And now that's all it is, is forget how much money it is to, for the full past, but now they have different levels for, yeah. for getting into the conventions. Yeah. Like, I have a friend that got the VIP package, whatever, for Ace Comic Con. That's cool. That's fine. He got the VIP, like the Chris Evans VIP thing? No, I don't think he... I don't know if he got the Chris Evans VIP. It just, Uh it was Ace. I think there was... You could get, like, a VIP pass without getting all the passes to get pictures with people. Uh Heard the lines were horrible. That's what I heard, too. There was no coordination whatsoever i heard all of this before i was about to go and then i was like mm, yeah. no i'm not gonna go you chose not to go yeah so yeah and i was seeing a lot of the uh the vendor booths that were set up it was just like same people that are at it's the same shit all the other comic cons around here which was my big complaint about phoenix comic con last year it was like i mean if you've never been there before then it's amazing but if you've been there every year it's like 
you're seeing the same stuff. There's nothing different. That's what that's whole like the whole thing about with the cosplay and stuff too. Yeah, it's all the same stuff. Same stuff. All the same people. All the same stuff. Mm-hmm. You can be really good at doing costumes, but uh, you can you can just like you can't go anywhere unless you either have huge tits or mm. you have money to back yourself. Yeah, and that's like the hugest problem right now. That I see mm. in all of it is that I don't mind looking at the huge tits, but <laughs> it freaking just putting a costume on and showing your boobs is not fucking cosplay. No, I mean I don't know everything about everything, but it's always I always I hate when I'm there and I just see a bunch of people dressed up and I don't know what they are. Well, there's a lot of anime there's stuff that of, I have no idea what. What it are is. you? You're not even in anything right now. <laughs> uh, is that it i think that's it you feel better i went on a little rant you feel okay now? i do okay uh i'm getting my aggression out yeah by working construction again yeah yeah okay we went gold prospecting last weekend did you find any gold we did okay and my buddy's freaking kid knocked <laughs> Into where the nugget was, yeah, and lost it oh, underneath his geez. patio. It was a $30 nugget that we found. We spent all day looking, we just we did some we did prospecting, so we we found a point where we were they were wanting to search, so we did like four buckets of dirt through there, yeah, went to another spot, did four buckets of dirt, went to another spot, did four buckets you of dirt. dress up. Like an old prospector? No, I don't. We don't. You should totally It'd should. It'd be hilarious. I don't have overalls. Come so. on. <laughs> the big old build hat. Let's go. Pickaxe. There's gold in them there hills. There is gold. I know. You found $30. Well, we found a little bit more, but you we have to nugget. sift through it. Huh? Well, you feel better about the Comic-Con thing now? I do. You still going to go to Comic Fest? If I have time, I have no idea. Okay. Well, that's going to do it for Scaredy Cast. Is it? That's it for tonight. That's it? <laughs> what do you want? We're like in an hour and 10 minutes now. What? This is like the longest episode ever. I want to talk about the Dundee film. Have you seen the tra- have you seen trailer it's for that? It's not a real movie. It's just a tease thing for a Super Bowl commercial. It's not a real movie? No. Are you serious? Yeah. It's just a thing for the Super Bowl, uh, Super Bowl commercial about uh, tourism in Australia. They have a really good trailer. Yeah, I know. I was excited for it. I'm I was like, oh my God, I'm definitely going to see this movie. But yeah, it's just a thing. Yeah. It's okay. They it's spent a lot of money for a fucking s- Super Bowl commercial. Yeah, it? they do. With Russell Crowe in it as the villain. Yeah. And fucking Hugh Jackman in it as like may- whatever the mayor or president or whatnot. I haven't seen all that. Yeah, it's a full blown trailer. Yeah. Freaking, uh, uh, what is her name? You probably just watched the Super Bowl commercial itself already. Uh, I don't know Chris Hemsworth is in it as freaking. Yeah. I don't know. Dan from Down Under. Dan from Down Under. He's probably, if anybody's upset about that, he's probably Dan from Down Under because. That's like their dude. How many like Australian 
fictional hero characters are there? There's Crocodile Dundee. There's Mad Max. And then there's like that dude uh, from the 80s in the com- Energizer battery commercials. Energizer. <laughs> That's all I remember. I remember it's like I, I forgot where I used to see it as a kid even. Maybe they aired it here a little bit. But I remember like going back on YouTube and finding it. And he's just like, Energizer. I think he like wound up being the governor or something in some place. Anyways, thanks for listening to ScaryCast tonight. Thanks. Uh, be sure to, to uh, subscribe if you've made it this far and you're still listening. Thank you. Uh, Check out our Twitch. Go to twitch.tv scaredycast and follow us. We'll be back next Tuesday at 9 p.m. Subscribe to the podcast. We're going to. Well, when are we going to start doing like two next? How about next next week? Let's do two. Okay. Next week we'll do two. And then from there on, we'll do two. All right. That way we can do every other week. I try. I know. <laughs> Drive kills me. We'll do two next week. All right. Okay. And then, uh, yeah. Good stories. Unless you just want to ramble on for the next 45 minutes about nonsense, and then we can have a really stupid episode, and this could be two. <laughs> I don't have anything else to talk about, so. <laughs> I will wait. Okay. Because I want to. I help. will wait. I will wait. Subscribe to Scared Cast. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. Check out our Patreon. Go to scaredycast.com and become a Patreon supporter. Help us reach our goal for our second year. All right. Goodbye, everybody. Bye.